G'day, my name's Martin Murray and you're listening to the In The Paddock podcast where we talk all things farming. So today on the podcast we've got Fraser from iInputs.com, a new platform to help growers get the best value they can out of their inputs and uh, might just kick off by asking you to just introduce yourself, Fraser, a bit about your history, a bit about your background and how you got into this. Yeah, sure. So um, I guess I guess it all started when um, recently moved back to, to Kimber. I was brought up in, in Kimber, um, small farming community in South Australia, um, then, then moved to Adelaide to go to boarding school and get an education. Um, Studying, ended up studying mechanical engineering uh, uni. So um, yeah, then then did engineering for for five or so years, um, working for a mining company. Uh, then decided to move back to to the hometown of Kimber and, and start a family and that sort of thing. So um, when we when I moved back with my partner, um, we noticed. Well, I noticed there was five. Um, Businesses selling inputs to growers in the town, and this town's only you know fifteen hundred people or something like that. So it sort of sparked a, a bit of an investigation as to you know why there needs to be so many um, retailers all selling the same same thing essentially um, and offering similar services. Um, like I said, there's, there's about sixty odd farming families in Kimber, maybe a few more. Um, so I sort of thought. You know, how are these, how are these retailers, um, sustainable? You know, it must be each retailer on average must be, um, being, I guess, kept afloat by 12 farming families. Um, so yeah, that, that sort of sparked a, sparked something inside of me to, to try and work out what's going on in town. Mm. That's interesting. That's, um, probably far more resellers than I would have expected to be in. In a particular area, um, yeah, most most places I know of really only have three at most, maybe four, uh, until you get to like a really big center or you know a real lag powerhouse. Um, yeah, that's that's interesting that there's actually that much yeah. that many options down there. Yeah, I guess it's 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 we did see like when when I was doing a little bit of investigation into it. There is a similar trend in, in country towns where there's at least two most, most of the time. Um, very rarely you'll have one or, um, might be a small town, you'll just have the one, but generally within the region, there's, you know, there's quite a few and, and even, you know, even three or four in a, in a small town, it's, it's probably one of the biggest businesses or biggest industries in each rural town in, especially sort of over the Air Peninsula way anyway. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, no, they are, um, oh, that, I guess they do become sort of sort of hubs uh, for small communities, um, you know, through supplying all those inputs and then when they give back to their growers through social events and that sort of thing, it's, um, yeah, the the uh, the Christmas party through the, through the reseller or the golf day or whatever it is almost... Um, becomes the social calendar for the town uh, so yeah, that's it yeah so you, you identified that there's there's a few resellers in you know each area's got a few different resellers um and how do growers get the most value out of them is, is that why you, you started working on on i inputs 
Yeah, so it was more um, it was more just a case of well, I sort of worked out that each um, to keep these stores afloat. You know, there's, there's quite a few stores around South Australia. They must be making you know x amount of money to to employ people and um, you know own warehouses and forklifts and use and all that sort of thing. So it was more about um, do we need that many, you know, do we need five in, in the town and, and the other towns need, need so many as well? And how do we, um, I guess, is the, is the profit better off in, in the farmer's hands um, rather than all of these chemical companies? And, and for that matter, where do the profits even go? I know um, locally, I think two of them are owned by um, independents or um, owned locally. I think the, the other few are... Um, owned by a company. So um, how much of that profit actually stays in the town, I'm not sure. Um, but a similar, similar trend throughout the state. So, um, yeah, I guess the, the idea for inputs come from, um, you know, how do we keep more of the profit in, in the farmer's hands and save them some money on their inputs, basically. And then the other, the other reason was, you know, it's, it's, it seems crazy to me that... Um, some farmers don't even even shop around for their inputs. Um, for example, you know, if, if I go out to buy a car or something like that, it might be fifty thousand dollars, and I'd I'd shop around and get a few quotes, and then even then, I'd still try and try and knock the lowest quote down by a couple grand to to get the best deal. And and some farmers aren't even doing that. So basically, what we tried to do is automate that process through the platform to make it as easy as possible for farmers to reach as many resellers and um, suppliers as they can in, in you know, the time it takes to send a text message, essentially. Yeah, admittedly, I am one of those farmers that, that doesn't shop around for quotes, but that's, um, it's, I, I'm with the, the, I use the reseller I use for more than just, just price. They've, they've got a very unique business model where they actually put their profits back into research and, and proper research, not just the occasional strip trial. Um, anyway, that's that's why I, I support them. I also used to work for them, so I'm a bit biased. But I, I can see what you mean, understand what you mean. And I, I know some people don't just because of the time involved and, and the work involved with quoting around um, I did work for one place once where, you know, with anything over X value, we had to get three different quotes and it just ended up taking a lot of time and, and frigging around. But um, so I guess that's it's a good op- opening for the, this app. And we, we should probably explain how what, what is our inputs and, and how does it work? We've sort of been talking about it without saying what it is. Yeah, sure. So um, a, a bit of an overview, basically, um, and, and sorry about the, jargon here but basically what we are is a tendering marketplace for um, farming inputs uh, nationally essentially so what that means is a farmer can upload a tender for chemical or fertilizer or soon to be um, soon we're offering um, seed and fuel as well so basically all your farming inputs you can upload a tender um, that then goes up on the platform and gets in front of all of our suppliers on the other side so that they can all see your tender. Um, it gets uploaded anonymously. <clears throat> so, for example, 
Um, yours will say, you know, there's a tender in New South Wales um, for Penn Shuttles and glyphosate. Uh, he wants it delivered to farm and it's 30Ks out of the nearest town or something like that um, with a few more bits and pieces on payment methods and that sort of thing. Um, suppliers can then quote on it um, and the farmer can then select whichever quote he wants to go with. So the farmer can see, get the, get the text message as the quotes come in to the platform. Uh, you can then just click on a link and view um, each, each quote and compare each quote um, basically on the platform. Um, he then accepts the quote um, and then the farmer and the supplier match with each other um, and, and work out any finer details and basically um, the supplier will then upload the tax invoice and deliver the goods and um, the farmer will, will pay him the money. So um, that's essentially how it works. Um, and, and we've got, like I said, suppliers nationally. So if you're a farmer in New South Wales, um, it's, it's, it's basically similar to sending out emails, but, but just automates the process and um, gives you a wider reach as well. So, um, you know, you could be reaching suppliers in, in Western Australia who can fulfil your order for cheaper than your, your local guys could or something like that. Or in the same breath, you could, you could choose to shop only local and, you know, the best quote from the local suppliers that are on the platform. So, yeah. So are your resellers signing up on a store-by-store basis or uh, is it like, I mean, you know, there's, there's say, three brands that are pretty well national now, Nutrien, Elders and Delta. Um, you know, you're pretty well guaranteed if you've got one of those stores in your town that they'll do it or is it maybe the case that, say, and just because I know these towns locally to me, like say Nutrien Moree, maybe they're on it, but Nutrien Narrabri isn't. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's actually both. Um, so what I'm finding, it's relatively new, obviously. We, we really only launched um, heavy marketing in the last month and a half. And, and before that, probably only launched three months ago. So um, it's, it's just starting up really. But that what we're finding is we've got a combination of both. Um, we've got local stores on the platform as they come across us, they'll just sign up because um, it's really easy for them to sign up. They just got to put in their ABN and um, details and things like that, and they can then view all the active tenders. Um, and then we're also we've also got some sort of head offices on board as well, um, but they're not as active in, in quoting. So um, I'm not sure if they're just on there to have a bit of a look around or, or what's going on yet. But, um, they're definitely seeing the tenders go up. That's for sure. So yeah, well, I suspect that um, that it's actually the the store level that does most of the quoting, not so much the head office. You know, it's the the guys on the ground that are chasing the business. So that probably makes sense there. Yeah, um, it, get, it gets tricky for them. It, for a will get tricky for them, though. I think when um, there's, there's stores coming from out of another store's territory and that sort of thing, because I know, um, yeah, they don't they don't quote in other people's territory. So, yeah, it gets a little bit tricky. Yeah. No, well, that's, that's fair enough. Um, so how does how are you finding it? You, so a lot of stores are, are joining up. Like, is there a fair chance that, you know, at the moment any particular area will be able to get a quote? Like, say, I'm northern New South Wales. Would it, would it work up here or are you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So um, 
what we found when we launched, we started in just South Australia and um, quickly found we had suppliers that wanted to get into the South Australian market and also farmers that wanted access to the platform. So we we just opened it up nationally and, and what we're finding is um, it's probably working better because we've got more suppliers willing to quote um, nationally and um, it, it sort of strengthens the platform to have like that national uh, network. Um, we're also doing manual work to, to fulfill these tenders as well. So if you put in the tender um, and we had no local stores, um, we'd do a ring around to all the sort of local stores within a couple hundred k's to um, try and get a quote out of them and get them to join up to the platform and, and things like that. And, and we've also got an email list as well, which is sort of, um, you know, hundreds and hundreds of um, suppliers that um, we're doing a little bit of extra extra work to just establish that um, buyer and seller marketplace at the moment to, to make sure that um, the grower gets sort of three to five quotes is what, it were, what we're aiming for. Yeah, which is pretty good number. It gives you a fair idea on what's happening in the market and uh, gives the grower a fair bit of price transparency as to uh, to where things are at. And I know you mentioned it earlier, so you're currently doing fur and chemical. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, so um, that's what we started with. Um, we've, we're finding fertilizers obviously a little bit uh, tricky with more moving parts and the price fluctuation and things like that. So we're building, um, we, we're evolving that tender form um, to try and capture um, all those moving parts a little bit better and make it a bit more clearer for um, buyers and like the grower and, and the supplier as well as to, you know, when they want it, when they want to pay, do they want to lock in today's price, that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, chemical, chemical is a bit more straightforward. Um, but yeah, we're soon to offer fuel and, and seed as well. So we really want to be sort of that one stop shop for growers so they can, um, get all their inputs in one place and then shop around um, easily. What about animal health products? Do you you cover those as well or is it mainly cropping focused? Uh, it's sort of interesting like um, what we cover and what we don't cover because it's not really us. It's, it's more whatever the suppliers are willing to supply. We definitely have suppliers that supply animal health products. Um, it's just how that's put into the tender. Um, we haven't really built that yet. So, um, I guess because we're from a broad acre community that does animal healthcare products doesn't really um, make up a large market, but we know we should probably do some research into that and 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 think about offering things like that as well because there is a market out there for it. Yeah, well, I, I guess it's an interesting one. Like um, again, my my background's mainly in cropping, but uh, as you know, it's it's as much logistics as it is sales. It's, you know, moving large quantities, trucks, all that sort of thing. Uh, whereas animal health products, you know, you, you pick up a 20-litre uh, drum and you can drench a few hundred head and, like, it's the, the volumes are different. They're a bit easier to handle. So you probably get more people mm. just going, I'll just grab, grab that while you're in town type thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I guess, so are you... Are you seeing a, a bit of diversity though in in the growers that are using it? Are they, they mainly cropping enterprises, or do you have a few horticultural guys in there as well? Uh, 
Yeah, it's interesting. It's it's mainly um, broadacre at the moment, but we're trying to encourage um, all farmers. It's it's a the, the amount of supplies we got on there um, can basically cater to any size order, and you know they can they can find anything for you. So um, the platform is is really it the mechanics of it operate in the same way for a big order as they do in a, as a small order. And you know, you never know. You might save, you know, a thousand bucks on a on a ten thousand dollars shuttle or something like that, um, just by putting it up on the platform and um, takes takes no time at all. So, um, yeah, we're really trying to encourage those small orders as well. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. And I mean, and that's interesting because in the in the hoardy space, I found that you know, while while the products are smaller, the the price per hectare is still massive so even you know that there could still be room for a fair few fair bit of saving there um and how do how does i inputs make money is it the farmer that's paying for this or what's the how does it work yeah so um we want to keep it free for the farmer so basically what we do is we after each transaction goes through uh, we invoice the supplier a um, flat rate of half a percent on that order. So uh, basically, um, we think it's it's great value, obviously for farmers because it's free, um, but for suppliers as well because, uh, like I said before, you know, with the with when they offer that service out of their retail store, for example, the overheads are a lot higher with agronomist fees and, and utes and storefronts and all that sort of stuff. Uh, what we're basically saying is half percent fee is your sales network or your, or your you know, is your cost to for advertising and all that sort of thing to us. Um, so you don't need all of that agronomy service and um, all that type of stuff. Well, some guys won't anyway. Um, and, and the farmer can essentially... Um, have that saving passed on to him. Um, so we think it's great value for sort of customer acquisition for suppliers and, and it keeps it free for farmers. And um, yeah, we think it's um, I think it's a good deal on both, both sides, basically. And, yeah, and we get to pick up half the so. <laughs> That's always handy. And I don't know what the trend's like down on the, on the York Peninsula, but at least in northern New South Wales, you're getting... Um, less and less in-store agronomy. It's uh, Growers are mainly using private agronomists. And, uh, yeah, it's um, that's the that seems to be the growing trend in this part of the world, at least. So uh, yeah. being tied to a store for the agronomy is just becoming less and less relevant. Yeah, it's similar to over here. I mean, I think growers would prefer to use an independent agronomist if they can, and, and it makes sense, right? You'd rather spend more on on your agronomy than um, extra on your chemical if you don't need to. So um, that's the other thing we found was it's difficult for farmers to know um, how much, if they're going through a store and using the agronomy service and buying chemical from that store, which is generally the practice, it's different for farmers to differentiate how much they're paying for agronomy, how much they're extra they're paying for chemical, there's no transparency there. So, you know, by um, splitting those two up, you know you'd rather pay extra for a really good agronomist service and then and then you can save um, 
save that money on your chemical if you're just buying it direct. Yeah, and I do know that um, oh, some places do run two price lists, one for you know agronomy provided, one for, for no agronomy as the store doesn't have to recoup that cost. So um, there, there are opportunities for savings there for the grower. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah we, we're sort of we're, we're sort of hoping. Um, so our goal there is to is to save the farmer at least ten percent on their input puts um, by by going um, through us and, and using that independent agronomist basically. You have a metric for measuring that out of curiosity, like uh, sort of. So the best one we have at the moment is uh, it's, it's, well, we don't really. To be honest, but um, one way that we that we are measuring um, at the moment is quote variation uh, between, I guess, the largest quote and um, the smallest quote that come in on the platform. Um, so our goal is to get that uh, well over ten percent. But obviously, there's different things. Like one quote's not equal to another quote as well, uh, depending on transport and. You know, if the quote's actually fully filled or all that sort of stuff. So um, we're going to monitor that, I guess, as we get more completed transactions. Um, but our target there is to have that well over 10%. We'd, we'd hope that 10% is, is the minimum, yeah. Which is an interesting one because, um, you, you, like you just mentioned, uh, partly completed quote. So say a, a grower's put up a quote for... Oh, let's go fertilizer, you know, 20 ton of MAP and uh, 100 ton of uh, urea. Um, yeah, if they've got two different quotes back and, you know, the MAP is cheaper with reseller A and the urea is cheaper with reseller B, uh, are they obliged to take the, the whole quote or can they split it between the, the two resellers? They. Uh, they're obliged to take the whole quote. So the way the platform works um, is basically you match with one supplier. Yeah. However, we would encourage farmers to split that tender in that case to find in in that in that case, then they can find you know the best price on the MAP and then the best price on the urea in separate tenders, and then just accept the separate suppliers um, and do it that way. If they want to deal with just one supplier. Um, they can always accept the lowest quote and then um, when I say work out the finer details, give them a call and say, hey, you know, I think your pricing's a little bit off here and um, you should probably drop this by another couple of grand um, or something like that. And then before the supplier actually uploads their tax invoice. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit of a tricky one. Um, we're probably never going to get it perfect, but we would encourage split tenders as much as, Possible, probably, because it gives you, you know, more access or better access to more supplies. If doing it that way, and um, yeah, it keeps things a little bit more simple, and it's it's not hard to do. Yeah, well, that's I suppose it's fair enough, particularly something like for where you are dealing with truckloads at a time. Um, chemical might be a bit different. You you know, you get a shuttle of yeah. and a couple of one tens of two four D or something. It makes more sense for it all to come in one, but. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess so. And even, even, yeah, that's right. And even if, um, you know, some of their pricing is just way over what you think it should be, you can always say, oh, look, I'll take, you know, 
this, 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 and this, and then don't worry about the other two or something like that. And and then they can upload that invoice and accept it. So, yeah. In a more general sense, do you, like, because I can see this really adding price transparency to the market, do you feel like Australia in particular is is lacking price transparency? Uh, like, I know one, one independent uh, analyst firm has copped a lot of flack for trying to uh, report on fertilizer prices. Uh, I know FBN, uh, Farmers Business Network, they entered the market um, aiming to improve trice, uh, price transparency across ag inputs. Um, do, do you find there's a real market for, for that and a need? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, I'm not actually a farmer, so I, I wouldn't be able to tell you. I've never actually gone and tried to buy a shuttle around that, for example, but um, based on feedback we have from growers um, and what we can see is there is a need for it. And uh, um, currently, more than that, there's probably no uh, solution at the moment. Um, so we're hoping that this tendering marketplace, essentially is what we're calling our platform, is what it is really, um, will sort of provide, it's not going to be public knowledge, for example, um, you know, you won't be able to log on to a website and see who's got the cheapest roundup or, you know, what the lowest price is or, or what the market price is even. But it will give your individual tender uh, a base market price, if that makes sense. So you at least know a baseline for um, the chemicals that you're shopping for. Well, yeah, that's it. It gives you a good idea on, on what the value is in your area, um, which is, yeah. again, like... Yeah, there's there's no point uh, comparing. I don't know the price of something on the edge of Geelong to the price of something in the in the Western Australian wheat belt. They've got different uh, freight rates and all sorts of things going on there. Yeah, and it, and it just gives you a guide as well, right? Like if 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 you don't shop around, how do you how do you know? Um, you know, if you paying 20% over is what, what you could be paying, I guess. It's just, um, yeah, it's talking to other farmers and asking what they pay for it and all that sort of stuff, I suppose. But, yeah, it's, it's hard to really get that guide. Yeah, yeah. I guess um, they're always, <laughs> particularly in lo- cropping farmers because you, you're sitting in an auto steer cab, there's a fair bit of time spent on the phone. Um <laughs> So one, they've got the they're able to talk to other farmers to see what's going on, but um, yeah, yeah. it gives them plenty yeah. of time to put in quotes as well. So, um, yeah, yeah, no, it's it's really it's it's fairly simple to use. How do they create an account? How do they? How does a grower get involved? Yes, yeah, it's, it's really simple. Um, we've tried to cater for those that are not so tech savvy as well, so. You basically just go to the website iinputs.com, um, log in or sign up as a as a farmer, put in your name, email address, and, and phone number, and then um, you can create a, a tender within sort of a few minutes. You basically just click create tender. I think it's the only button on the on that first page, and then um, fill out the form, which is um, basically just delivery instructions, product descriptions. Um, there's a, there's an upload section, so you can you can essentially take your agronomist PDF list of pre-emergence that they give you, upload that, 
and um, I'll screenshot that and upload that to the upload section um, and and fill out the rest of the form and basically submit it. That then goes out to, to everyone, so all, all the suppliers. Um, and then you'll get instant text messages when you get received quotes and, and that sort of thing. So um, it's, it's easy, it's fast, it's free. Um, there's really not a lot to lose for farmers to, to try out anyway. And we get a few resellers and that or people that work at resellers listening to this as well. How do they sign up? Yeah, same, same deal. Just go to the platform, um, sign up as a supplier and um, put in their ABN details and that sort of thing. We, we do verify everyone that comes onto the platform. So, um, we, so you know, we don't get someone putting in a whole heap of rubbish tenders or something like that. Um, so, yeah, you will need to upload that, put in your ABN details whenever you submit a tender or sign, sign up as a supplier. Um, but, yeah, suppliers just go to the website as well. And um, once you create an account, you can then view all the active listings in the whole of Australia. So um, if you are looking to uh, increase, like expand your, your market share into other areas, um, that's, that's um, definitely a good place to go to try and find new business. Yeah, which again, if you're a, uh, a reseller in, say, fertiliser, you can have contracts with all the ports. Um, there's no reason you, you can't be quoting on stuff based out of Geelong, even if you're you're living at Moree. Like it's yeah, um, especially yeah, absolutely, and especially if you've got a bit of industry experience as well and have a few connections. There's no reason why you can't, you know, be sitting home on, on a laptop and um, just connecting connecting the dots and um, yeah, doing business that way. It, it certainly would save you a lot of money on overheads, but you can sort of pass on to the grower, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I know of one business in particular that's, um, that pretty well does that. And uh, I've been getting a lot of traction and I'm always surprised in the different spots where I hear where the people deal with this this company because, um, yeah, it's and that's their business model, just very low overheads, really competitive pricing. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's the sort of supplies that we're seeing um embracing the platform at the moment which is good no that's good right well anything else you you want to um add before we go uh, i think that's probably it I just, um yeah thank you for, for having me on and um thanks for the chat and um yeah um i hope everyone got i guess not too much rain or, or enough rain depending on where you are over the last couple of weeks, looks like it's got a bit of rain across the country. So, um, yeah, I guess it's good and bad for some growers. Oh, don't start me on rain. We've just been, <laughs> we, we seem to be in a little desert of our own, just a couple of square kilometres. It's killing me. I um, I just watch it on the radar split every time and go around. It's, uh, anyway, saving me money on fallow sprays. <laughs> yeah, anyway. that's right. The- there's, um, there's a town neighbouring Kimber at the moment that just got a heap of rain the other day right when they don't need it and they sort of struggle for rain during the growing season. So um, it's just unlucky, isn't it? No, it's just, just the way it is. You, you can guarantee it if it's a dry winter, you're going to have a wet harvest. But... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so iinputs.com. 
you're a reseller or a farmer, head over there, sign up, have a look, have a play, and um, yeah, work out uh, well what value you can get. Awesome. Thanks, Martin. No worries. Thanks, Razor.